0: Top of the morning to you all this morning. God bless you. This is Bishop. Thank you all for joining us on our prayer line this morning, our lifeline. We count it a privilege and an honor to come to you this morning at 5 m to bring you inspiration, and we thank God for the Lord blessing us to see this great and awesome day that he has made in it. We will rejoice and be glad. So, good morning to all of the intercessors. Good morning to our New Destiny Church families.
1: By
0: God, that are calling in from around the nation and out of the country. If you're calling in from out of the country, good morning, good morning. Good morning to the pastor that is on the line this morning. Thank you, man of God, for being with us this morning. We pray that you and your congregants are safe. And God is being honored by the work that you're providing for the advancement of his kingdom. This morning we have with us Elder Thomas Allen. He will be praying over our prayer requests this morning. Elder Allen, how are you doing this morning, sir?
2: Great morning,
0: Bishop. I'm, I'm just abiding in the arena of the blessed. Come on, great morning, abiding in the arena of the blessed. I like that. I really like that. That is good. And so we have all the way from the southeast coast of the Lauderdales, if you know what the Lauderdales is, in the Floridas, close to Miami, Uh, Apostle Pastor Amos Benefield. Uh, for us yes. this morning, how are you doing this morning, sir? I tell you, Bishop,
1: I'm doing absolutely well this morning. I am so excited about what God is doing, even in the midst of the times.
0: That's wonderful. I'm excited about what the Lord is doing in the midst of the times as well. We're glad you and your family are doing wonderful. Just You had you all had a big week this week. Your daughter just got married, your only yes. daughter. Just got <laughs> only daughter <laughs> absolutely <laughs> only
1: daughter who's about to give me my first grandchild, so we're just absolutely excited about that
0: <laughs> He's the lord increase increase amen that's good. well, this morning we are three days into our consecration three days into our, consecration. and this morning we will be talking about. Sanctification, And I won't go into that. I'll leave that for Pastor to uh, share what God has placed on his heart about uh, sanctification. But today we are three days into our fasting, three days into praying. And I, I love three because three in biblical numerology represents divine wholeness. Represents a completeness and a perfection. Jesus says that, Be perfect even as I am perfect. Be holy even as I am holy. The Bible tells us in the um, book of Ephesians, talks about the gifting was given to the fivefold ministry for the perfecting of the saints. So you can go throughout the Bible and find tons of scriptures on perfecting, which we don't hear a lot about. And that's one of the things that we have to pursue: a perfect relationship with God. And in that, God set us apart. Now, notice I said three. That's what we are today. And our fast deals with uh, a wholeness, a completeness, a perfection. It's about the third day the third day uh, when you really settle into your fast if you're doing, if you're, if you're abstaining from food, period. It's about the third day that, you're, that your body really starts settling in. And so um, this is a good time. It was in three days Jesus was resurrected. You know, he, he now comes into that resurrected life full of power, I think it's about the third day you feel that power kick in. So we declare the power of God will kick in today as we continue to set ourselves apart to be used by our master in Jesus' name. Amen. Pastor Benefield.
1: Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I just want to say good morning, first of all, to you all, New Destiny family, and blessings to all of you. You know, this morning's um, devotion is so, so important, especially in, in critical times, in, in the critical times that uh, we're living in right now. I mean, out of all of the uncertainties that are going on around us, this is the most opportune time to take an inward look of introspection and begin to sanctify ourselves unto God. And um, that is the topic of our devotion this morning, sanctify yourself. There's two books of the Bible to cross-pollinate and traffic the mind of God on this matter this morning, Joshua 3, 2 through 5, and Hebrews 12 and 1. Well, Joshua 3, 2 through 5 says, and it came to pass after three days. Isn't that so powerful? We're in the three days of the 21-day fast. Wow, this is amazing. It says, after it came to pass, after three days, that the officers went through the host, and they commanded the people, saying, when ye see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God, and the priests, the Levites, bearing it, Then ye shall remove it from your place and go after it, and go after it. Yet there shall be a space between you and it, about 2,000 cubits by measure. Come not near unto it, that ye may know the way by which ye must go. For ye have not passed this way before. And Joshua said unto the people, Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. That is so beautiful. I mean this is this is such an amazing piece because whenever God is about to do something great, he will always move upon a people who have separated themselves unto him. This reminds us that we must go after right now, I mean in in our thinking and and, and and everything. You know, right now we gotta be mindful and go after the ark of God that is within us. Well, for 40 years, the children of Israel had wandered in the wilderness instead of entering the promised land due to their lack of faith. They were saved from Egypt, but because of unbelief, they lived a defeated life and failed to enter their promised rest. The time for Moses' departure drew near, and uh, he reminded the people of, Uh, of their entire history, if you will, and how God had provided for them in the wilderness, how he promised blessings for obedience but warned of curses for disobedience. Finally, Moses died, and the reins of leadership was handed to Joshua. And Joshua was called by God to make preparation to cross the Jordan into the promised land, having awaited three days, now here it is again, three days, We're on the third day of this fast. On the banks of the Jordan before crossing, Joshua sent officers throughout the camp instructing the people to keep their eyes on the ark of God. And I believe that that's what God is saying right now as we're in the third day of the fast. He's saying, listen, these are the instructions. Keep your eyes on the ark of God. It goes on to say, as the Levitical priests, carried it on their shoulders, they were to follow it wherever it went. After giving out all this instruction, Scripture says, then Joshua told the people, consecrate yourselves because the Lord will do wonders among you tomorrow. This is so profound. You know, and, and, and that's what uh, our sanctification and consecrated life will do. Hear this. It will prepare us for uh, a, a future wonders, if you will. You know, sanctification prepares us today for wonders that God has ordained to accomplish in our lives tomorrow, and this can be a very complex subject. But I want us to just embrace it as it pertains to separating our lives unto God for more of Him. And uh, listen, uh, this was a was a wonderful promise. Uh, the people of God received as they uh, set out on their next step of their journey. They're setting out on their next steps of their journey. They were saved by trusting God's word and were now instructed to sanctify themselves to the Lord. In other words, they were to set themselves apart for him, and he promised to do wonders among them the very next day. Sanctification comes from the verb sanctify Sanctify originates uh, from the Greek word haiagezo, if you will, which means to be set apart or, uh, 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 if you will, um, for the Lord. In the Bible, sanctification generally relates to a sovereign act of God whereby he sets apart a person, place, or thing in order that his purposes may be accomplished. You know, God had chosen the nation of Israel, but but they were commanded to keep the Ark of the Covenant before their eyes and live holy, consecrated lives that honored the Lord who redeemed them. You know, Exodus twenty five and twenty two says, and there I will meet with you I will meet thee, and I will commune with thee from the mercy seat. First Kings six nineteen says The inner sanctuary he prepared in the innermost part of the house to set the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. Listen to that. He prepared it in the innermost part of the house. This is so profound. You see, the difference between us and them was the Ark of the Covenant was something tangible in the temple that they were able to transport okay, that the glory of the Lord illuminated out of. But now the Ark of the Covenant is no longer in the temple. Hear this, it is within our temples, not made by men. The promise uh, to, 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 to New Covenant believers is that the Lord is near to us by the power of Holy Spirit who dwells in us. Exodus twenty five twenty two says, and there I will meet you. I need you to hear this again. And there I will meet with you and will commune with you from the mercy seat. This is so good. This is a beautiful picture that gives hope and inspiration to to to, to modern-day Christian. Having been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, we too are to live sanctified lives and keep the eyes of our heart on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, and not be overtaken by the evils that's in this life. Hear this. We must live holy lives unto God, walking in the spirit and truth, growing in grace, okay, and one that honors our Father in heaven. We who have been redeemed from the slave market of sin should not follow in the footsteps of those who died in the wilderness. Rather, we should take note of Joshua's command to that next generation, which was to be consecrated unto the Lord. Get this. What people uh, people were told, or when they were told, if you will, uh, uh, tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among them, okay, the Lord did a wonderful thing for them the next day. He stopped the fast-flowing waters of the River of Jordan, and the people crossed over the water in safety. Likewise, our pursuit for supernatural change must be intentional. Because just as the Lord promised to do wonders among Israel, he will do wonders through Ecclesia, his church, even in the midst of this sin-sick world. Beloved, we must understand that the Lord has prepared good works for us in these uncertain times that can only be empowered by Holy Spirit as we separate ourselves unto him. And I believe that God desires for all of his people to have evidence of his wonders in in, in each of our lives, okay? Uh, uh, For we uh, uh, have all been saved by grace through faith. Amen. Hallelujah. And he has purposely predestined us for these moments. Therefore, each one of us are called to consecrate our lives to him, yielding uh, our vessels to partner with him, day by day. And there's much that is going on right now again uh, around us. Uh, You you know, it it seems that the pandemic is increasing. I mean, it's increasing in our region majorly and and not subsiding. I mean, we see governmental upheaval okay, that we've never seen before. Um, You know, and and I'm telling you, the nation right now is just absolutely absurd and and getting worse yet let us not forget that the best for us The church is yet to come. Scripture says that um, I have not seen, ear has not heard the wonderful thing that God has prepared for those who love him. Please understand this, that as we consecrate ourselves through sanctification, we're literally preparing ourselves for the things God has prepared for us. Can you say amen to that? Beloved, with this said, I'm reminded of our second devotional text this morning, which is Hebrews 12 1 from the NLT Bible, which says these words, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great crowd of witnesses, such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, Let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. Well, that's what this whole thing and our focus right now is all about. All of our fasting and praying and times of consecration right now, and we're in a 21-day fast. I mean, we're in this 21-day window. We are too here in Florida. But listen, we are going we're going after God on this level because we are called to the faith life. Okay? And it strips off everything that is unprofitable for God's kingdom and sanctifies us so that we can be people holy and profitable for the master's use. Bishop, I want to thank you so much for allowing me to share this morning.
0: Thank you. And can you pray for us this morning,
1: Pastor? Father, in the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, we just honor you and we thank you this morning. I thank you, Father, for, for, for this, Lord God, uh, uh, your, your precious people. Thank you, Father. I thank you for those, Lord God, right now that are under the sound of my voice. I pray for each one of them, Father, that you would prepare them, that you would prepare us, Lord God, for the days ahead. I pray in Jesus' name, Lord God, that you would cause a spirit of holiness to come upon all of uh, all of our lives, all of their lives. Lord, make us a fire under you in Jesus' name. Father God, I pray your protection on each and every one of their lives, protecting them, Lord God, from viruses. Lord God, in all danger, in Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Well, we thank God for the devotion this morning and Pastor Benefield as he's laid out really the power of sanctification. In a moment, we're going to come back and we'll dive a little deeper into sanctification, which is a word we don't hear any any longer. Uh, I was uh, at 12 years old, was baptized and Really, that's when I gave my life to the Lord. Didn't didn't live a Christian lifestyle after that, but I remember that's when the journey started as a child, about 12 years old that summer. And we uh, went to a church that was about a block from my home uh, called Open Door. And the Open Door Church was a sanctified church. I remember that. A sanctified holiness church that believed in the gifts of the Spirit, tongues, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the laying on of hands and healing. I remember that church had crutches and, and, and wheelchairs all lined around the walls as an evidence of people being healed by the power of God. And so we'll dive back into the a little bit deeper in just a moment. At this time, Alan is going to come with our prayer request and pray over those prayer requests for us this morning, Elder Allen.
2: We have uh, one prayer request this morning. Um, the prayer request came from an anonymous person. It says, please keep my please keep my partner and I in prayer. He ha- he has to relocate temporarily due to unexpected and stressful circumstances and we will now adjust to being in a long distance relationship until things are settled for him personally. I pray for strength, continued commitment and communication during this transition transition, and that God will continue to remain large and in charge in our relationship. Please pray that his challenges quickly come to an end, and he began anew, and that he has safe travels out of the state on Thursday. And Father, we thank you for these requests that we received today, and Father, we know that you hear us when we pray, and so we come to you now and ask you to come into this relationship, Father, and we pray that strength and commitment be with them both individually and as a couple, Father, and that they would communicate in the way that you would have them communicate, that they would fellowship in you, Father. Father, be in charge of their relationship and give them victory in all that they do. Father, let the challenges that they have in their life be overcome by your Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, Father. Father, we pray that you give them help in their challenges, Father. For if we trust in any man, then our hope is empty. With God's help, we will fight like heroes and trample down everything that comes against us. And that's according to Psalm 60, 11, and 12. So anything that we come against, anything that we come against, we trample that down, Father. So we trample everything down that is not like you in this relationship, Father. We wait quietly for you, for our victory comes in you. That's according to Psalm 62 and 1. For the Lord delights in his people. He crowns the humble with victory. Father, we ask you to cover these hearts and make them humble before you so that they would have victory in every one of their challenges. See, God comes to save us if we trust in him and not be afraid. The Lord God is our strength. And our song. He has given us victory in every situation according to Isaiah 12 and 2. Wait then. What shall we say in response to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? We trust in God. We trust in God. We pray that this couple will put their whole trust God, that they would trust in God with all their heart and lean not to their own understanding, but lean on the wisdom in God in every way. And if they would acknowledge God in all that they do, he will direct their path. And, Father, we ask you to direct the paths of this couple. We call this couple blessed. We call this couple victorious. We call this couple free in Jesus' name. We call this couple peace, and deliverance will be in their minds and their heart. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. We thank God for this prayer, and we thank God for the couple who sent their prayer request in. May they walk in the ways of the Lord find grace in the sight of our God. And may we all find grace in the sight of our God. This morning we've been talking about sanctification. We're in our time of 21 days of fasting and 21 days of prayer. The Apostle Benefield lift up Joshua 3, verse 2 through 5 with us this morning. And Joshua was given specific instructions from God in dealing with the Ark of the Covenant, the priests, and also the people dealing with, number one, God, who was in the Ark of the Covenant, number two, the priests, and number three, the people, threefold. They were given instructions. One of the things that Apostle Benefield said this morning, he says, doing times of uncertainty. We're dealing with times of uncertainty today. And it's during times of uncertainty you want to look for clarity. You want to look for a clear voice. It is through prayer and fasting things become clear in a noisy world. Our world is full of noise today. It's noise coming from every side. Everyone has an opinion on what's going on. And I'm going to say something, that the flesh never have all the answers to the problems at hand. And so, as I said, it's through fasting, it's through times of prayer, things become clear in a noisy world. That statement sounds like one word to me. It was the word God gave us as we entered into a new decade. As we entered into a, a new decade, God us. And so, church, we have to focus ourselves. Why Joshua received the instructions from God for the children of Israel to keep your eyes on the Ark of the Covenant. And when it moves, you move. So here's what I heard keep your eyes on God. And sanctify yourself for his holy purpose. Notice when the scriptures tells Joshua the children of Israel were to sanctify themselves,
2: that
0: God would do wonders through them. I believe as we sanctify ourselves during this time of consecration, God will use us as a people to do wonders amongst us. We had our men's fellowship last night, and we had a wonderful gathering. If you, uh, brother, you're on the line and you missed it, we're sorry. Zoom, our our monthly men's fellowship on Zoom will be every month. The next one is on February 2nd. You'll get notifications and different things like that. You don't want to miss it. We had a powerful time. But one of the things um, that blessed me so much is all the guys on the phone are in the pandemic, but they're not being affected by it. We're in it, but we're not being affected by it. I thank God for that. I thank God for that. Elijah was in the drought, but he was not affected by the drought. Praise God. The the the, the, the shooter my woman she was in it but as she put her trust in God she was not affected by. It. See sanctification has a means to set ourselves apart. And we have to set ourselves apart from the world and the carnal ways of the world, the fleshy ways, the personality means the fleshy ways of the world. And we have to begin to walk in the spirit because that's where we find the answers. That's where we're going to find comfort is through... God's Spirit. That's where we're going to find encouragement, inspiration, and faith through the Spirit of God as He leads us and He guides us into all the truth. At this time, we want to come back to Pastor Benfield for any closing remarks he may have this morning. Sure,
1: sure, Bishop. Sure, and, and, and listen. And, and I'll just re- I'll just reiterate. You know, um, when a person is sanctified, he or she is being set apart by God for his specific divine purposes. Now, notice um, there's great emphasis here. I mean, we're saying the same thing over and over again. You know, I've been saying it. I've said it at first uh, several times. Bishop just got on the line. He's saying it over and over. So, um, listen, we we must be set apart. With this, it's also very important that we understand that the very moment we were born again, we begin a process of sanctification, okay? The process of being conformed into the image of Christ. However, we must remember that we're being conformed by choice and not by force. Okay, as God's children, we are spiritually set apart from the moment of our salvation, to carry out his divine purposes by coming into alignment with his will. Hebrews 10.14 says, for by one offer he has perfected forever those who are being sanctified. Sanctification is one of the most challenging aspects of our Christian walk. Our natural tendency is to embrace sin, yet God in his divine wisdom has chosen to give us the responsibility of working out our own sanctification, therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master prepared for every good work second timothy two twenty one so in conclusion, the question that you should be asking yourself this morning is this: Are you willing to be set apart for God because you must be willing to continue the process? of sanctification. Thank you so much, Bishop.
0: Thank you. Continue the process of sanctification, holiness, completeness, and perfection. And I love it because this is why we receive the ascension gifts, as I mentioned, at the top of the hour. Ephesians 4, the Apostle Paul writes that he that ascended is the same also that ascended from far above all heavens, that he might feel all things. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. Here's the reason why. Listen to this word. For the perfecting of the saints, those who are sanctified, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, the building up of the body, till we all come into the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure and the stature of the fullness of Christ. I love this because we have to pursue perfection, completeness, wholeness, through the process of sanctification. And when we do so, what Paul says in the 14th verse is key that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the sleight of men and the cunning craftiness whereby they lie and wait to deceive. See, you won't be easily deceived. The spirit of deception will not be able to move you out of the alignment with the spirit of God and the kingdom. When we start pursuing perfection through sanctification, it is key. As God Sanctify us. We yield to the Spirit of God. Listen clearly to what God is saying. I'll say what I said to the men last night and write it down. It's so important we learn to journal, write things down, because sometimes the mind just loses them. You know, man, what did, what did pastors say? What did they say on the prayer call? Man, this, this, let me go on to the replay. You can lose it. So it's important to write things down, and therefore you have it at your fingertips so it can edify you, so you can be built up in your inner man to handle the enemy. Well, I've thoroughly enjoyed our time this morning, thoroughly enjoyed our guest, Pastor Benefield, and also Elder Thomas Allen, and we pray that you all have enjoyed um, our time in prayer and devotion together. Of course, we will be streaming live in our services tonight. You don't want to miss it. We're going to have a great time. But until then, hey, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. We declare God's holy presence over your life that gives you the ability to overcome the presence of fear that it has no power, dominion, and authority in your life. We declare clarity of mind. We declare that you're strong in the Lord and the power of his might, that you have on the full armor of God, that you can stand against the wiles of the wicked one. We declare that no weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that's risen against you, and judgment is condemned and proven to be wrong. We declare that you are the blessed of the Lord, and what God has blessed, it cannot be reversed. Therefore, no curse can overtake you, no plague can come near your dwelling place in the name of Jesus. We declare, even if there's some on the line who did not send in prayer requests, and you may be sick. Jeremiah 30, verse 17, write it down. He will restore you to health and heal you of your wounds. We declare, be healed man of God. We declare, be healed, woman of God. We declare, the illness that's come up, against your body, has to dissipate, in the name of Jesus. And so, as we bring our time, of prayer, to a close this morning, we want to end with, Psalms 118, verse 24, this is the day, that the Lord, has made. In it, we shall, rejoice, and be glad. In this brand new day, it's a brand-new you, brand-new opportunities, and brand-new possibilities. Make this confession of faith with me this morning. Sit up and let's be strong. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. From this moment forward, I will be very courageous. I will not waver in my faith. I will not give in to fear I am more than a conqueror, and I am a world overcomer. We declare that over your life this morning. In Jesus' name, be blessed. Grace and peace be multiplied to you. We love you. We praise God for you. Ben, wow, great time this morning. So we're going to sign off. This is Bishop Smith. Also, Pastor Amos Benefield and Elder Thomas Allen, God bless you all. Until we come back together on tomorrow, you all be blessed. Kathy, open the line.